0: Hello, and welcome to Self-Sabotaging Sagas, hosted by me, your elevation guide, Jenea Barnes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Self-Sabotaging Sagas, and today we're going to talk about trauma and how that can self-sabotage us and how it, how we can heal it, how we can shift how it affects our life. I'm here today with Holly and she is generously is going to be a client basically. Um, She has, she has been a follower of mine for a while. And so when I decided that I wanted to do some healing on some episodes of self-sabotaging sagas, I reached out to her because she's been such an awesome follower and we're going to support. do, oops. I said, what
1: you got to support people who are trying to help you, you know? So that's why I agreed oh. to be live to be honest.
0: Awesome. And so we're going to do some healing work today and um a little bit next week as well and then she's gonna come on for one more and we're gonna talk about what has shifted so you guys can sort of see in real time what the stuff that i do what the work that i do can do for somebody and Um, so I want to talk a little bit about my own trauma. And one of the things that led me to this work in the first place was the process of healing all of my trauma. And I had a bunch of stuff. I had a lot of stuff. And I'm not going to tell you all the stories of all my traumas. We don't have enough time for that but I will tell you, (laughs) I will tell you about the first one and how it self-sabotaged me in many ways. Here we go. So, (laughs) So when I was almost four years old and some of you guys may have seen a video of this, I have my life story on my website. Um, but when I was almost four years old, my best friend was a junkie. He was a Vietnam vet and a junkie, and he lived up the street from me, and I loved him so much. We had the best time. He would play the guitar. We would sing songs. We would make magical energy balls in between like our hands and throw them at the willow tree, and the like. sparks would fly. It was so cool. Anyway, so... Like I said, he was a junkie. And there was a day when I didn't realize it at the time, I was almost five, that he was trying to quit the heroin. And I went up to his house, just like normal. And mind you, just so you guys know, my mom wasn't paying too much attention. She thought that Carl was actually a little boy that I lived with, that I played with up the street. I didn't live with him. But she thought he was a little boy that I played with. So I went up to his house and he was going through heroin withdrawal and he was so sick and I was very upset. I wanted to help. And he told me that there was nothing I could do. And so, but he did tell me that he felt like he was going to die and that he really wanted sugar. So I thought to myself being in, ju- in, in, ju- I can't say the word right now. In I really can't say the word. Intuitive. Oh, intuitive. Oh, well. No, intuitive. Wasn't it? Ingi- ingenui- no. like ingenuity. <laughs> anyway, you guys know what I'm saying. I think what I'm getting at. Anyway, I thought I could help. So I ran home and I jumped up on the counter and I was looking for the sugar. And so my mom comes in and she's like, Jenea, what are you doing? She was upset with me. I was going through the cabinets trying to find stuff and I was hysterical. And so I was trying to explain to her that Carl was going to die because I heard it wrong. Carl was going to die unless he got some sugar. And, but you know, as things happen when somebody's super hysterical and emotional, not only did I get it wrong, but my mom got it wrong. And what she heard was that Carl was going to kill himself unless I brought him food. Now she sat me down. And if this was really what was happening, she probably was dead on right. She sat me down and said, Jenea, that little boy is not going to kill himself. He is manipulating you. And he, you are not to bring him any food. And so I was a good girl and I listened. Well, a few days later, I woke up in the middle of the night. I knew something was wrong. So I ran out of the house. I blew right by my mom and her friends. They were partying. And I went up there and I burst into Carl's room and he was lying on his bed, barely awake. I held his hand and he died. I, he had just OD'd on heroin. So the thing is is I didn't remember this trauma up until 2012. And a lot of us have traumas that we don't remember. And our mind does this because it's trying to protect us and that is a good thing. We don't want to go chasing down memories that may or may not be there if the memories start to come back, it means you are capable and ready to start dealing with that trauma. And that's perfect. That's the way it's supposed to be. Don't go chasing these traumas because sometimes, if we're chasing, chasing, we might start to make up stories too. And we don't want to do that. So, anyway, but what happens when we have a trauma is still the subconscious knows, the subconscious mind knows what's really, what happened to you. And the subconscious mind will make up stories. So some of the ways this trauma self-sabotaged my life was I made up stories. My subconscious mind made me believe, and beliefs are a big way we self-sabotage. It made me believe that people are going to manipulate you. So I was always tracking for manipulation. You might say, oh, that's a good thing, right? (laughs) Pay attention, make sure nobody manipulates you. Well, how would you like to date somebody that's always consciously tracking for how you're going to manipulate them? Does't yep. feel very good, does it? <laughs> always checking, always like looking at you side eyed. like hmm, what's that? Always not trusting you. So here's the other thing is I didn't trust my mom. I believed she was a liar because in my mind she lied. She said he's not going to die and he died. And also, I always and this actually became a superpower. I always, had to find another way from whatever the mainstream or the person in charge was telling me. I had to find an alternative way. But this also self-sabotaged me because sometimes the mainstream way or the way the authority is telling you is actually the best way. And my desperate need to find another way because I feel like, you know I always felt like if I had only gotten the sugar, Carl would have lived. So my desperate need to do it outside the box became a hindrance some of the time. So I've cleared all that up and now I still get to think outside the box, but if the best option is the mainstream option or the way the authority is telling me, then I can do that without feeling that pushback. So those are just some of the ways that this particular trauma self-sabotaged me. And so Holly and I jumped on and we talked a little bit about some of her traumas, and she's got a chunk of time from age four to eight where she has some stuff. And the beautiful thing about this work is she's not going to have to go in and relive it. She's not going to have to, she doesn't even have to tell me what happened. It's that simple. Some things are better left
1: out out of view.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. So, up, it's, it's dumb, you know, <laughs> so we're going to do some healing work on this period of time from four to eight. And we did speak a little bit about some of the ways that, you know, some of this trauma has potentially self sabotaged her. Um, there's been some maybe fear of speaking up or asking, reaching out for help. I think that one's, we, a lot of us don't need big traumas to have those fears, right? That's pretty common stuff. And, um, you know, that need to fix people, my need to fix, oh, I, you want to talk about a need to fix by that particular trauma? Are you kidding me? I was a constant trying to save everybody because in my subconscious mind, I thought they were going to die unless I saved them. So. So avoiding that need to fix and then choosing, of course, better people in our life. We all want to do that. And um, that feeling of like you belong, like you're good enough, that self-worth piece. I think a lot of people, trauma or no trauma, can relate to that. It's one of the biggest self-sabotages we have is self-worth stuff. I'm going to talk a little bit about something I have coming up about that towards the end of this. All right. Here's a, cute fact. Here's a cute fact. Amanda means worthy of love. Yeah. So Holly's other name is Amanda and it does mean worthy of love. And she is absolutely worthy of love as are every single one of you. Mm-hmm. So if you had any doubts, you can just tell whoever's trying to tell you different that Jenea <laughs> said that you're worthy of love because you are. It doesn't actually have to come from me, but all right. Holly, are you ready to get started? Yes. Okay. So we talked about, we're going to do some work on your timeline. And so we talked about in a timeline, I don't want to be in your representation of your timeline. So can you turn to the side for us? Which side? Either side. Okay. Whichever side is most comfortable for you. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So I want you to, we're gonna start by pulling the present moment into your low belly let me know when you've got that. Okay. And then, your future, having it spread, stretch out from there in a straight line tilted slightly up and getting slightly brighter the farther away it goes in a line. Letting me know once you have that. Okay. And then we're going to have the paths stretching out behind you. And tilted slightly down and fading gently away. Letting okay. me know when you have that. Perfect. All right. Now, take a moment. I want you to breathe deep down into your feet. Yeah, that's right. Another deep breath into your feet. And continue breathing into your heart space. Actually having it fill up like a balloon. And expand almost like the bellows of a, like the fire thingies, the bellows. So just breathing nicely into your heart space. you can continue that heart breath for the duration of this exercise if that feels good to you. And now, if you were sitting in the most comfortable, powerful, and safe chair imaginable, what kind of chair would it be? A shay lounge. (laughs) Perfect. And... What, what color would it be? Burgundy.
1: <laughs> I have the
0: ultimate vision right now. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Let's describe it in detail to me. What kind of material is it made out of?
1: Uh, sort of velvet, antique. Uh, it's got the little buttons pressing everywhere. And I'm not actually mm. sitting with my feet on the floor. I'm sitting angled, you know, because it's Perfect. a
0: Yeah, absolutely. Use it the way it's meant to be used. And is there any fringe or anything like that on it? No, it's all smooth. No cat's (laughs) crushes. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. All right. And as you are lounging on this comfortable, safe, and powerful burgundy velvet chaise lounge, are there any smells that you notice in the room that add to that feeling of comfort and safety?
1: You know how antiques have a smell? Like they've they've gone through time. It's that, it is definitely vintage.
0: (laughs) All right, perfect. All right, now as you're lounging in this chair, this loungy chair, I want you to notice that velvet against your skin And float way up in the air in the chaise lounge, way up above the present, above the now. You see the present directly beneath you, the past stretching out from behind it, the future stretching out in front of it. And now we talked a little earlier about a good memory, a beautiful time. So let's go back to that time when you were 14 years old. We're going to float way above your timeline, seeing it just as a line, way above it, and float back in time, staying above it, to that time when you were 14, floating with the sea lions. Let me know once you've arrived and you are right above that period of time in your timeline. And it needs to be back further. Okay. Okay. All right. Perfect. And now as you look down at this portion of your timeline, what do you notice about it? What color is it?
1: Dark blue. It looks like the ocean.
0: Dark blue like the ocean yeah is there's there waves any... in there okay i was just gonna ask is there any texture right waves and is it shiny or is it like a matte color
1: it's shiny but it's very dark that makes sense like dark blue waters
0: okay is it wide or is it narrow, this part of your timeline? It's endless. Like it goes
1: as far as I can see.
0: Okay. righty. And is there anything about the quality of the light? Is it really bright or is it that warm, sunset kind of light?
1: Warm, like uh, noon or one o'clock. Very, very bright.
0: Okay. Warm, like noon. All right, very bright. Is there anything else you notice about this portion of your timeline? Anything of note? Forward or backward? Just this portion, right where the good memory is. where you're
1: It's where a little bit brighter, are. but then the further way forward is even brighter. So it's it's got like some light to it.
0: Okay. All right. And is it crisp or, and is it actually, is it still or is it moving?
1: Uh, It's moving like when you're out on a boat because it's water and you can see the little chops, but yeah.
0: Perfect. So it's got a little movement and, okay. And is it crisp or is it like faded gently or is it like HD color? Okay. So crisp. And is it like HD crisp? Yes. Perfect. All right. Great. Now what I would like you to do is I would like you to form a clear, magical force field around you. Like a clear bubble. You can see outside of it, but nothing negative can come in like an added fortress to your chaise lounge. Let me know when you've got that. I do. It kind of looks like
1: Star Trek, you know, like shields are up.
0: Yep, absolutely. Shields are up. Nothing negative can come in. Perfect. All right. So now I want to go and you're, it's almost like a spaceship now. So let's go ahead and let's float. Staying way, way above your timeline. Let's float way back in time to maybe three years old. Okay. All right. And as you look at three years old in your timeline, what do you notice about that part of your timeline? What color is it? It's.
1: It's warm. It's, it looks like Southern California. It's lush and green.
0: Okay. So it's lush and green. Is that what you said?
1: Yeah. Lush and green and very warm.
0: Okay. All right. And now as you scoot a little bit forward in your timeline to four years old, Over that period of time from four to eight, go ahead and float higher, even higher, so you can see it from a more bird's eye view, staying way above it. And you see that timeline there between four and eight? What color, what does that portion of your timeline look like? What color is it?
1: It's black with with parts of gray, and I can't see through it.
0: All right. And as you see past eight, like go into nine, go ahead and float a little higher, floating higher. And as you go to age nine, what does that portion of your timeline look like?
1: I'm walking through a house, but there's, there's no one there and the doors are gone. So I'm oh, just okay. moving. Through. All right.
0: And so, is there any color to that portion? Or is it just like a rotating house?
1: There's no color to it. It just looks like a regular house. I can't really see outside of it. Okay. White wall. Yeah, you know, regular. Okay. Yes.
0: All right, perfect. So now going back, like let's go back to three, back above that warm Southern California lush green. And as we look at that portion of your timeline, can we look at how we might just start to imagine how we might envision what it might look like for that? warm, lush, and green to meet up against the ocean. Can you start to see what that would look like?
1: Yeah, it's the, the same as the choppy water, but there's like overcast and gray. Okay.
0: All right. And now as we look forward at that time period from four to eight, that black with the parts of gray, what would we need to do to change this? into the ocean? Do we need to jackhammer up that black and gray? Do we need to um, scoop it out? Maybe we need to put acid on it to dissolve it. What is it that we need to do to begin the process of transforming this portion of your timeline to look like the ocean, to look like that beautiful portion of your timeline?
1: paint it. It's like looking at a black and gray canvas. It has, it needs color.
0: Okay. Let's go ahead and let's start by with that. Let's go ahead and paint it. And you can paint even past, even past that time period from four to eight, that part, you can paint over that house all the way up to 14 years old, if that feels good to you. Yes. Okay. Letting me know once it feels fully painted and you're ready for the next step. Okay. Perfect. And now, what's the next step that we need to do now that we've painted it? Do we need to bring in water? What is it that we need to do?
1: It needs to be hung up like on an easel or somewhere. It needs to be up. Okay. On let's a wall. Go ahead and,
0: yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and do that. Letting me know when that feels complete and you're ready for the next step. Okay. Okay. And now the next thing, what's the next step that we need to do to transform this portion of your timeline to look like that other portion of your timeline? So it blends into that time when you were 14. What's next?
1: I'm putting it in a room and then I'm, I'm trying to see people come in, you know, I'm trying to see positive people come into that area okay um to see them
0: okay let's go ahead one of the reasons I did
1: performance, you know
0: <laughs> yeah okay totally okay all right all right staying all right okay and then now, what's what's the next step we need to do to create to create your timeline to look like that beautiful, dark, deep sea blue with the waves and that shiny with that that endless expansion, right? And that warm, that bright, warm noon light. It's a slight bit of movement. What's the next step we need to do to transform this portion of your timeline into that?
1: Float and look at the sky and sort of move like a mermaid. like right? Okay. You...
0: All right. Where you're warm and, and... Yeah. Okay. Okay. And... What else? Anything else we need to do to create that dark blue, like the ocean with the waves, that slight bit of movement, that endless expansion? Anything else we need to do?
1: I can see on a beach people coming up and seeing it.
0: Okay. Does that feel good? Oh, yeah. Perfect. All right all right and then checking in like that space around three do we have a nice blend from that lush green into the ocean
1: i feel like i need someone to carry me there it's it's i'm trying but i can't
0: okay let's go ahead and bring in the person that makes you feel the safest Oh, that's
1: done. That's my dad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have your dad come in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now let's go ahead and let's float high again. Let's float high, high, high again. Knowing that dad can stay with you in the bubble. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, as you look down on that timeline, does it is there anything else we need to do to make it flow from that lush green into that big expansive, expansive ocean all the way through till you're 14? What else do we need to do to the timeline? Go ahead and float a little higher. Let's go way, way, way up in the air look at it from a bird's eye view there you go okay okay and as you see it from a bird's eye view does it have a nice flow or is there something else we need to do
1: there's something else
0: okay what else do we need to do okay that's okay All right. So as you look at it from way above, maybe even float a little higher, sometimes the higher we go, we can see what the little glitch is that we need to shift.
1: Oh, There's certain people on the beach that Mm -hmm. are disappearing. And there's other people who who are clapping, but there's certain people are just, they're turning black and going away.
0: Okay. Do we need to make some of them go away? Is that how we do it? Or...
1: Yes, when, it has to. Okay.
0: Okay. All the people Before there don't
1: have a face. I don't know why, but it's just sort of, you know, got to forget that they're there.
0: They don't need to have a face. So when you think about that first portion of your timeline we looked at when you were 14 and floating with the sea lions, were, could you see the people? Was there any people in that portion of your timeline?
1: No, they're all blank.
0: Okay. So maybe let's have the people go away. Maybe they evacuate and it becomes a private beach.
1: Okay. okay. It kind of feels lonely at that point. Like I'm I'm waiting oh. for the
0: yeah. Oh, ah, so maybe do we need to bring in some sea lions into the um into the ocean? Have some company. Yes, but I can
1: in the distance I can see boats, but they're very far away. And same amount, there's two of them, two sea lions, but I kind of wanted people in the very distance to sort of look at.
0: Okay, so go ahead and figure out what is the best way that that feels good. Does it feel good to have them on the boats? Does it feel good to have them maybe on a porch on a house on the beach so it's kind of far away what is what feels good to you
1: having some people in the water too far away and having the some of the really good people in my past sitting on the beach or clapping
0: okay perfect let's go ahead and make that happen okay Okay. as you look at this portion of your timeline now, is there anything else that we need to shift?
1: The temperature of the water needs to be warmer. And for some odd reason, I want to have like mermaid fins.
0: (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Let yourself have mermaid fins. Yeah. We're going to stay for, go ahead and give yourself mermaid fins. We're going to stay up above, though, right now. You get to wear whatever you want. So, mermaid fins and warm up that water. Okay. All right. And what else? Anything else we need to do?
1: My hair needs to grow. I don't know.
0: <laughs> All right, perfect. Let your hair grow. Okay. Okay. Anything else?
1: I need to move differently. Like I need to move more fluid, like sea lines, okay. like mermaids. Yeah, right. adapt.
0: Yeah. So feel that fluidity. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, feel that fluidity of the water moving through you, moving with you. Yeah, it's much easier and safer to know that I've got the, you
1: know, my sea legs, my my mermaid tail. Yeah, so. perfect.
0: Perfect. All right. Anything else you can see that needs to be shifted?
1: terrain I need to be able to see rock formations on the edge of the beach I need to see boats and people in the background
0: let's go ahead and create that
1: what's nice about seeing all that is knowing that I can move there right but yeah
0: okay okay Okay, and as you float safely above that period of your timeline, looking at it from the bird's eye view, is there anything else that we need to shift?
1: I'm stretching my arms up. Like, um, just sort of moving. With fluidness.
0: Yeah. Awesome. All right. How does that feel? Does it feel like anything else needs to shift?
1: So I can see the colors of distance that are far away. Like now I know one of the boats there is white and red.
0: Okay. Perfect. The rocks have more texture. Okay. All right. Anything else that needs to shift?
1: I need to explore and move around under the water.
0: You need to see what's under the and water?
1: Back yeah, see what's under the Uh-oh. water and be able to go. Where I think I could see texture,
0: okay, like more so like go ahead, go ahead, and actually we're gonna stay. You're gonna stay up above. We're gonna send like a little. It's almost like a hologram of yourself down, but not your actual self to go and explore and see the layers. Make sure that the layers feel good. And that hologram can let us know if we need to transform anything. Yes. Okay. Do we need to transform anything under the water? Underneath the water?
1: hmm The ability to come up and breathe.
0: Okay. I hope so my, I hold my breath when I get out. Okay. Oh, yeah, so go ahead and infuse that into that portion of your timeline. yeah, and that be ability to when you're in it, then be able to take a breath and breathe, let it out, right?
1: Yeah, breathe and some of it's like letting it a little bit to breathe underwater, but then the rest of it, when it feels too painful, come back up and breathe,
0: yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, I can explore at this point. I'm not stuck with the protection of the sea lions.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. How okay. does all right. How does this portion of your timeline feel now?
1: Uh I'm free. I'm not trapped right. with things. With the four seals of sea lions. <laughs> All
0: right. Is there, is there anything else that we need to adjust in this area, in this scene?
1: I can see more in the distance other objects. That's what needs to come. Like okay. now, I see that there's a beach, you know, and I can see more textures mm-hmm. of the rocks, and I can go to them. Perfect.
0: All right. Okay. All right, anything else we need to shift?
1: Um, Some of the faces on the beach I can see in the past. And I can see that there's people in the future.
0: All right, do we like those faces?
1: Yeah, the faces I could see in the back, perfect. They're all the people that were instrumental. And the people in the future, I can't see their faces.
0: Well, that's because the future hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but you know you that, and your that you know <laughs> you know that there are beautiful, awesome faces. I am sure. Um, so, is there one more thing? I'm... Yeah.
1: One more thing. I'm decorated. I've got jewelry. There's texture okay. and braids and in my hair.
0: Perfect. Great. All right. Anything else we need to adjust?
1: Movement. Before I go forward, I need to turn and stretch
0: in the okay. water. Go ahead and do that. Okay. All right. Anything else?
1: No, just needing to move fluidly.
0: Okay, Perfect. So now, is there any part of you that objects to leaving this change in place?
1: There's sharks in the water if I go too far. Boom. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Do we need to remove the sharks?
1: No, I need to push them away.
0: Okay. When go they come here, I, feel like I have
1: power too.
0: Okay. All right. Let me okay. know when that's complete. Okay. And now, how about now? Is there any part of you that objects to leaving this change in place?
1: I don't know if there's other sharks coming. And there is a point of, like, kelp that is, um, it's preventative to go through, through there. If you get into the kelp, they can pull you under.
0: Okay. And that's so do we need? Point. Okay. Do we need to shift that kelp?
1: It needs to become lower, but it okay. still is go there. Ahead. But it can't yeah. right. can't reach me.
0: Okay. So. Let's go ahead and do that. Okay. All right. Now, as we observe the scene. Are there any parts of you that object to leaving this change in place?
1: Yeah, Yeah, there's something with my stomach that it's like going in knots when it's going forward. So I wanna stop.
0: Okay. Let's go ahead and shift that.
1: I am, which changed the scene. Now I'm eating to get past it. Okay. Like like bread or something.
0: Okay. Like like when you have saltines, when your stomach's a little tender? Well, no, I'm still in the water, but
1: it's like a magical loaf of bread came down. (laughs) Okay.
0: Perfect. Okay. All right. All right. Anything else we need to shift? Any. Part of you that objects to any part of this scene staying the way it is, the with the fluidity, the water, yeah, I, the sea lines. I, I keep moving
1: forward. I don't need the lines anymore. They're sort of watching out, but okay. the fluidity is just going forward, I'm going forward to the okay. rocks but in the distance. I'm going towards the big beach, Malibu.
0: Okay. So knowing that. As we move forward through your timeline and we leave this portion of your timeline behind, is there any part of you that objects to leaving this portion in place the way it is?
1: Yes, that's the um, the kelp. I need to, like, I'm letting it grow behind me, but okay. it can't get to me. I've already gone over it and then it rises up.
0: Okay. okay okay and anything else that objects to leaving that portion of your timeline changed the way we've just changed it
1: it's gotten a little too bright and i can't see very well unless i go under it up like i need sunglasses for somebody
0: okay let's sunglasses it is or you can even turn down the volume on the brightness No, I like the brightness, but uh, I've got the eldest glasses on now. All right. And so let's go ahead and allow your subconscious mind to make any adjustments now to shift that scene in any way that your subconscious mind feels like is important. Let's go ahead and allow your subconscious mind to take the reins Okay. And what shifts did your subconscious mind make?
1: Um, I got, like, my, my stomach is flatter. You know, I got, got the abs and I'm physically stronger. Shoulders, everything like that. Okay. I Perfect. Yeah.
0: All right. And now, is there any part of you that objects to leaving this in place?
1: Yes. Um, I have to keep remembering to spin. You know, instead of moving forward, I have to stop and spin and then move forward when I'm comfortable.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. And how about now?
1: Yeah, it's, it's nice. I can roll on my back. I can make the choices to go up or down and okay. the distance is so far away the the beach that it's going to take a yeah. while i have to stop at the rocks and then go forward to Malibu.
0: okay okay all right and what about now any part of you objecting to leaving this in place no all right so we're going to go ahead and From that top view, we're going to almost like doing a clear coat to cement, to solidify this shift, this change in your timeline. let me know once you've sealed it in. Okay. And then from that top spot, from way up above, we're going to float way forward. Looking down on your timeline, zooming past your whole life up to the present, up to the now, letting me know when you arrive above the present.
1: It's like right here.
0: Okay. It's very close. All right. right. So when you've arrived in the present, go ahead and drop down into your timeline, letting me know when you're there.
1: Dropping the whole timeline or just in front, right here? Just
0: you, just you. So that present moment is in your low belly, like right where we started. Okay. All right. And now I want you to begin to imagine futures, contexts, and scenarios where in the past you might have had fear around speaking up or reaching out for help, where in the past you might have tried to fix people and I want you to see yourself being able to speak up to reach for help and letting go of that need to fix. Go ahead and see too many movies of scenarios where you're able to speak up and reach for help and you avoid fixing, let go of that need to fix. Let me know once you've seen two of the mini-movies of future context scenarios. For some
1: reason, I can't actually picture what those are, but I I can hear someone on the boat talking, and I can hear someone on the rocks talking, and I don't
0: need to ask for it. They just see it. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So, and then go ahead, and I want you to imagine... Futures, contexts and scenarios where you have really positive people in your life, where you choose to bring in positive people into your life, and imagine feeling like you're enough, like you belong. So go ahead and see two or three mini movies of feeling like you belong and being surrounded by positive people that you have welcomed into your life.
1: I still can't picture what what movies. Okay. I can Just see more people. Her.
0: Go ahead and see yourself surrounded. Just picture yourself surrounded by positive people in a situation where you feel like you belong, and like you feel like you're enough, like you're worthy.
1: Oh yeah, no, there's people coming up and they're trying to look at me, and I've got glitter. I'm more shiny and they're excited they want to come and help but i don't perfect it's it's like i'm showing for them
0: okay so go ahead and i want you to see yourself in a moment just with yourself feeling like you belong like you know that you are worthy that you know you are worthy of love And picture that moment and what it feels like inside of you, feeling that strength in your body, in your mind, in your spirit. And
1: I can, I can envision myself laying on the back, sort of just laying in the water, and it's comfortable. I could rest.
0: Okay. Ah. There's
1: there's people that want to come in, and, and it's just sort of there. You know, they're like, so, you know, the boat's trying. To...
0: Right. So you're seeing yourself feeling safe. Glittery. Got to have shine. Perfect. All right. So go ahead and yes, see yourself. Now go ahead and see yourself in a future circumstance of your everyday life, feeling safe and glittery. Okay. All right, and one more future scenario, yourself in some future moment feeling safe and glittery. Okay. All right, and now you can gently begin to reorient yourself to your surroundings. Take in a moment and... Maybe breathing back into your feet and your heart space. Okay. And beginning to reorient to your surroundings. And as you are ready, taking as much time as you need, you can open your eyes. And when you're ready, turn back towards me.
1: Okay light adjustment
0: (laughs) (laughs) right yeah it's so bright now (laughs) (laughs) so what we do in this work is we shift so our all of our brains have a way we represent different things in our life different emotions and for everybody it's different so if you You guys out there and I were to do some work, it might look totally different than this. And because everybody's the way they see the world is differently.
1: And what we did is, yeah, I said 9 billion people in the world. Everyone's going to have a different experience.
0: Exactly. And so what we did is we just basically shifted the way the brain relates to that period on her timeline. And what that does is it helps the brain to process the emotional content of that period. And so when we have trauma, our trauma is triggered by emotions that are not completely processed. So anytime you were ever overwhelmed as a child, it registers to your nervous system as a trauma. Obviously, the more overwhelming it is, the bigger the trauma. So something so simple as getting lost in a grocery store can register it's very overwhelming to a three-year-old, and that might register as a trauma. And when those emotions don't get processed and moved through, which sometimes they don't, Um, They stay like right back here, ready to be triggered. And when we're triggered, all this stuff comes up on the regular basis. And so this work, it helps to process the emotions through by changing the representation in the mind, by giving us more resources, basically. So we took a time in Holly's life where she felt very resourced and okay. She felt good. And we shifted those resources to that period of time where she had trauma. And so that her mind, her subconscious mind will register that as I now have these resources at this time and it will change the representation. So the memories she have will be the same, but the charge from the emotional content will soften And when that emotional content is neutralized, it goes into long-term memory. So when I talk about my traumas, they're not emotional for me anymore. They're like me telling you about a movie. I remember what I felt, I remembered what the experience was like, but I don't feel the well of emotions in my body when I speak about them. And so this is some of the work that we did today. We heal, we did some healing work on a big chunk of Holly's timeline and shifted some of the representation. So over the course, also, you're going to want to drink a bunch of water today, Holly. I have it
1: the helps. worst cat in mouth now ever. <laughs> like I actually want to chug water at this point.
0: Yeah. So it does. It helps the brain process and And so over the course of the next few days, the next week, your brain's going to start to process the shifts that we made. And um, next week when we do some work, you can give us a little update, um, but we'll do a full update in two weeks when we do the um, check-in to see what things have shifted. And Holly, what you're going to want to look for is you're going to want to look for the differences we have this tendency to be like, well, I still have like, if anxiety is a problem, well, I still have anxiety. What's the deal? Da, 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 da. So I use anxiety because here's a perfect example. I had a client. We didn't do any work on really on anxiety specifically. But one day she told me, she's like, whoa. And this is right in the beginning of the pandemic. She's like, "Janae, I went to the grocery store and I did not have any anxiety. I was like, OK, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like OK, um, oh, yeah. like, no, you don't. She's like, no, you don't understand. Even before the pandemic, I had anxiety going to the grocery store. So here we are at the very beginning of the pandemic when it was really everything was up in the air. We really I mean, we don't know a lot now, but we really didn't <laughs> know much then. Um, so it was much more terrifying to go to the store. I'm imagining for most everybody, but for her to go to the store when she normally had anxiety um, to go without having any anxiety, that was a huge difference. It wasn't something we specifically worked on, but so that's what you're going to want to look for is anything that's showing up different. Like if you get into arguments normally and you just let it fly, but maybe you still let it fly, but maybe you actually thought about what you said before you let it fly. Like that would be a difference. So those are what you're going to want to look for over the next couple weeks as we do this work, Holly.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm going to take a journal because I love writing and just sort of write down my day. And so that way I can instantly go back. This is the improvement.
0: Cool. Awesome. All right. Did you have anything you wanted to say to the people before we sign off?
1: Don't be afraid to try it. If you have tried a bunch of things before, try something new. You have found the right path, you know, to your healing.
0: Cool. Awesome. All right, you guys. Um, Just so you guys know, in these last couple minutes, because I always try to keep these at an hour long or under an hour. So I am doing, coming up, you guys can do one-on-one work with me, obviously. And how you go about doing that is just reach out to me. You can reach out to me via Facebook or on my website. And we just have an initial conversation just to see if I can actually help you. And then we'll go from there by scheduling a longer complimentary session. So reach out to me if you guys are interested in any of that. (laughs) All right guys, thanks so much for watching this episode of Self Sabotaging Sagas on Trauma. Thank you Holly so much for showing for showing up and letting us do this work. And I will see you guys next week and we'll see Holly again too. All right, thanks. All right, bye.